Hi and welcome to my new episode. Today's subject is going to be about imagination. Once upon a time, you had imagination. When you were young and wild, as a kid, your imagination was open and free and vivid. Nothing can stop you from being anything you wanted to be. You could become a plane, you could become a bird. You can imagine having something and the very next day or very soon you had that thing that you desired. No one stopped you from your imagination. You were just free floating. That was your childhood. And those memories are always remembered. But something happened along the way where your imagination is restricted or either sabotaged or discovered. It's discouraged by your upbringing and as you grow up, you stop imagining as much as you should have and you start becoming more practical. By practical, what I mean is there's a reality check that your environment gives you that in order for you to have anything or to gain anything, you must go out there into the world and practically go and work hard and achieve it. But what people tend to not realize is that every single thing that was created into this world began with an idea of creation, began with a thought. A single thought generated this motivation inside a being and that person was motivated to create something. If it wasn't for that thought, and if it wasn't for that image or the images, the creation would have been incomplete. Because if you imagine something in your mind that you want to create, you begin to create the picture of it. And then you have a better idea of what it is that you want to create or what is it that it is forming into. But if you begin with the outside and you take bricks and you start building them up, your imagination is not there, but you're doing the physical work. As much as the physical work is looked upon as hard work or something that you must do in order to achieve something, it's not the foundation of creation. In order for anyone to create, they must imagine anything that they want to be created. It could be a single object that you want, or it could be a whole goal that you need to complete, something you need to achieve, and you know exactly where the details are for that thing. If you don't take the time to imagine those things, you don't really have a good idea of what it's going to be and how it's going to be. So if someone asks you a question, what is it that you want the situation to be? Or what is it that you want to manifest? Or what is it that you desire to see? It could be a piece of it could be a piece of creation of any kind, something that you want, a color, um, an object, um, clothes, a place where you want to be. It could be anything in any shape. But your imagination 
that is a God's gift. You can imagine that thing without even its presence. And the presence of it will manifest itself as you imagine it more and more. But it's unfortunate that we give very little time to this detail and sometimes we don't even pay attention to it because our environment tells us to go out there and work hard. And as we work hard, we become tired at one point. And then at that point, we just want to sleep. And we don't want to bother with our imagination. We don't want to take the time and think about something and really literally imagine it. It's just too time-consuming for people. So they gave up on the whole idea. But some of the people are actually taking this very serious. And they believe in that. And they take the time in their own home. And they sit and imagine. They imagine themselves in a much bigger place than where they are. They imagine themselves with much better circumstances than what they have. And sometimes it could be a car, it could be anything that they desire. They imagine that in their mind. I'm saying that with so much conviction. But the thing is that the people who actually do these things, they don't discuss those things. You see the appearance of things in their life. For example, constant success. More money, more cars, more jewelry, more positions. They take the next job, the next league. They keep moving up. They're not working hard. You will never see them working anywhere. They might have a job that requires them to be who they are, as in personality. But they don't physically work on anything. Maybe they play sports. But that's an activity in my eyes. Of course you can play something, you can look good, you can model, you can sing. But the real thing is using your mind, using your imagination. So what they imagine themselves to be, it's apparent to us in the world. So going back to imagination, I'm going to give you a really good example of Nobel Goddard. He's a psychologist from 1929s. He came up with this concept a long time ago before the secret was even um, brought forward and bef- before Abraham Hicks br- uh, came up. I think Abraham Hicks is in the 60s and 70s when she and her husband um, Esther and Jerry Hicks came up with the concept of uh, imagination and speaking with Abraham. Now, some of the people might be lost when it comes to these things, but I happen to uh, find that the real original concept, if I go back in time in the 1920s, was invented or um, described uh, by Novell Goodhart. So, You want to look into his reading in order to get any reference and any influence on how to activate your imagination and how to place things in your imagination because he explains it very well. Again, his name is Novell Goddard. So look into that. 
But going back to the reason why we don't use imagination and how we're discouraged from it, it has a lot to do with our upbringing and us shutting down and growing up. And part of the growing up is to kind of shut off your imagination. Now, in a lot of creative industries, such as singing and writing and uh, being a musician, you still use your imagination because without it, you really can't create anything, anything substantial, because it has to come from within you. But a lot of practical jobs, nine to five jobs, just paperwork, people don't really use their imagination. They do the physical labor. They sit in front of the desk. Maybe they're dealing with numbers. And I mean, you can imagine with numbers too, but they're not exactly using imagination. They're using practical methods of how things are done. So where did we lose the ability to imagine as children? And how did we get discouraged? You might had a very tough upbringing you might have a very good childhood or you might have a very um, difficult childhood and difficult time where you had to survive early in your age, uh, earlier than you should have. So depending on your circumstances, somehow along the way, you were discouraged from imagining and encouraged to work hard, which is something that works against a human being. It works against an individual because the society really doesn't reinforce these ideas. This is the the education that the one has to get on their own. Unfortunately, I mean, it's something that we're born with and then we're losing as we grow up. So it's not like you have, it's a gift that you have to acquire from the outside or you have to grow up to learn it. It's something that you're born with. And then it gets shut down as you ignore it and you get discouraged by the outcome and then you stop using this machinery. But it's the most beautiful machinery that God blessed us with. And it's unfortunate if we don't use it at any point because the ability to imagine anything You can imagine any circumstances for yourself if you really focus on it. Now, what discourages is the fact that we tell ourselves the limitations as we grow up. So we tell ourselves, oh, I want to go to this university and I really want to graduate from there, but I can't afford it. So the idea gets discouraged right away and you stop imagining going to that university or getting that degree or being in that environment and what it feels like to be there and what would it feel like to graduate. You forget about all these details. You're not even encouraged enough to even imagine that. This is just a single example, but it applies to bigger things. For example, you want... To live in a bigger home you want to live in a mansion and your mind is telling you you don't even make enough money to afford an apartment how are you going to live in an invention so you can't even have that goal so stop imagining it be more practical and that whole practical idea discourages the goal 
and you find yourself not even thinking about it. But there are some people who would say, I deserve everything. I deserve to live in this mansion if I want. I deserve to go to this college. I deserve this Ferrari. I deserve a billion dollars. I deserve it all. And that attitude they're carrying and they're constantly manifesting these images in their mind and they're believing that they deserve that and they have it. So the idea is to believe that you already have it, to place it in your mind, to make it become more practical, to live it in your mind. So for example, I walk through the university, I go to UCLA, I am taking all these courses, I'm walking through the hallways, I'm familiar with the place, I know where the classrooms are, I'm sitting in the class, I'm studying by the best professor, I aced my exam, I took many courses, I completed my two years, and now I'm graduating. I see the graduation day, it's a bright sunny day, and I'm about to receive my degree, and I'm feeling liberated. Did you see that how I imagine all of these details? And even in the details, there are more details that you can imagine. So I lived through it in my mind already. Now, when it's going to manifest is just a matter of time. And it is not an impractical goal because I've actually been there and I've done it. And something pulled me out of that dream too. But I can imagine and I can fulfill all that imagination in my mind and I can walk through those places. After that, I will only see my manifestation. One day I will manifest that depending on how strong my desire is. And for some of, some of these people, their desire is so strong that they do nothing else but imagine these things until they have them. They continuously walk through that life and live through that life in their mind. I'm a king. Somebody's telling themselves, I'm a prince. And they're constantly living that dream in their mind. It's a really ridiculous example, but they actually manifest that for themselves. You know? So it can go to that extent. But the problem that I found with the imagination is that it's working really well but we're imagining small. Again, we're imagining with the limitation placed on it. So I imagine um, a yellow dress. You know, I know the details. I know what it looks like. I like the color yellow. You know, I begin to see yellow color. And then I manifest that dress in my life. And I happen to have it and I'm wearing it. It's a small thing, you know shoes and clothes these are small things and you will notice that whenever you attract a certain color you attract a certain thing you actually attract it into your life and then it's just a matter of time when you have it and then you, there you have it but in order to expand that imagination you have to tell yourself that I am capable and deserving of having anything in the world why? Because there's nothing missing in me. I'm alive. I'm beautiful. I'm healthy. I'm in a good place. I'm at a good point in my life. There's nothing wrong 
with my situation. There are no reasons as to why I would have any limitation in my life. People who have half of this stuff can actually imagine themselves in a bigger, better place. But if you imagine yourself in a smaller place, in a lower place, but you are actually all of the above, then you can actually bring your place and bring yourself into that lower pit of life where your imagination will shrink and you will imagine very small things that you desire and you think you deserve. But if you think and you imagine yourself in a bitter, better, bigger place, allowing yourself the respect and the freedom to have anything you want, you will begin to see the possibilities of those things appearing in your life. And there is no reason why any of the, those things should not appear in your life. So if you want to do the quick homework, you can ask yourself, what's the reason that I can't have these things? What's the reason that I can't have this object or this place or this wealth or this house or this person? What's the reason? And then examine those reasons and see how strong are those reasons? How practical are those reasons? Are they even realistic? Or am I just fooling myself into believing that I don't deserve any of this thing? And you will find your answers that more likely you're not giving yourself a chance. More likely you're fooling yourself. More likely you're not seeing your reality realistically. And by realistic, I mean really seeing it and comparing it to millions of people who are not even in the position that you are. You're in a good place. You have good health. You are capable. You have abilities to work. You have abilities to create. God has blessed you with so many things. If you compare yourself to other people, there are people in the world who are suffering. They are in the wrong places. Tragedies are happening to them. They don't even have their health to think about imagining something. But even those people are motivated to imagine something better. So, as you can see, we get discouraged in life to the point where we don't even think that we deserve anything anymore. It's the people in our life that discourage us or the people who really can't imagine for themselves. They don't want you to be in the same place. They don't want you to imagine for yourself. They don't want you to see your cap capabilities and your capacity in life. So they're afraid to go somewhere. So they don't want you to go somewhere. And to your surprise, more likely your parents kind of discourage this idea too. Sometime out of fears. They don't, want you, they don't want to lose you. They don't want you to go far away. They don't want you to expend so much that you are out of reach. It could be loving reasons. But discouragement is discouragement. Whether it's out of love, care, it's, it, can, it cannot compare to encouragement. So if you have liberating people who are constantly encouraging you to be your best and to have your potential and to fulfill your potential... There's a huge difference between those people and the people who are constantly sabotaging your dreams and putting you down and discouraging every single idea that you give birth to. 
Your ideas are very valuable. Every single idea that you have is useful. Before it goes away, it can be put to work. It can bear fruit. It can have any impact on life. But at least use that idea. At least be encouraged by that idea. At least give it wind. Give it water. Let it grow. Believe in it. Support it. Don't just throw it in the basket. Because that you throwing away your imagination, your godly gifts, all the things that you can possibly do for the sake of satisfying someone else's dream or someone else's advice or for the sake of getting someone else's approval, that's not a good idea. So not to stray from the subject, I mean, all things are really connected. All things are always connected. So it's not a straying from the idea, but it's more connecting you to the idea where your discouragement really comes from and how to keep an eye on that area of your life. You have to literally protect yourself. You have to protect your imagination from the people who really don't have enough education to really use their own skills. So what they do is they sabotage your skills so you can be in their category. And sometimes people don't want to lose friends. They don't want to lose family members. So what they do is they don't expand just so people won't hate them or be jealous of them or you know, still to have peace, whatever your reasons are. Imagination is without any limits. If you listen to um, Nouvelle Godard, you will see that in the 1920s and the 29, he was talking about concepts that was beyond anybody's imagination. And what he was teaching is everything begins in your imagination and he was really firm with his idea he was going into prophecy and a lot of people you'll see thousands of people who actually follow his website to this day i think it was like 50,000 people that i saw and a lot of coaches and teachers um, follow his readings and the the stuff that he talks about is very useful to this day and the concept changed And Abraham Hicks is teaching the same concept, but she talks about the vortex and how you can create things in your vortex and you have to uh, feel your way through it. So you have to feel the emotion of it, basically. That's what she says. And you you receive the um, guidance of Abraham. So Abraham is guiding you all the way. And the higher being is fulfilling Um, your desires so the universe is fulfilling your desires and your law of attraction is bringing you what you desire in your mind and your heart and you believe in it and it gets you closer to it and then you live it but Neville actually breaks it down even better because his, his concept is original he's talking about how you must live your life in your imagination first and once you live your life in imagination first nothing can stop you so it's imagine plane you imagining 
what it is that you want and where is it that you want to be and who is it that you want to be with and what your life is like to the very single detail in your mind just relaxation and he talks about going before you go to bed imagine all those things and when you wake up also imagine that life that you want to live and then you will manifest the uh, practical part of it so i highly recommend looking into these um psychologists and life coach and their their lifetime of work because there is a lot of books that you can learn from and it's a practice so if you are out of practice of something it's really difficult to manifest that it's really difficult to practice something that you're not doing on a daily basis on daily basis you you're working too many hours and then you're running yourself down and basically expire at the end of the day and then you don't want to bother getting up never mind imagining but imagination doesn't really take any effort you just have to let yourself be and not get in the way of your own self so let yourself imagine and be the child again not have the restriction of what is it you're going to imagine and how far you're going to take it because you can place any image in your mind images can be created in your mind and don't try to be like the other person because your imagination might be more wilder than the other person the things that you have in your imagination the other person probably doesn't what is it that you want to desire the other person probably does not want to desire the same thing two people are never the same they don't desire the same things they don't want the same lifestyle so it's not about copying somebody it's really about connecting with your own imagination and your imagination can take you to many places you might imagine a really good life for yourself you might imagine yourself working in the whole world helping other people you might imagine yourself getting the education that you want becoming that person you might imagine yourself being married to a certain person living a certain life and having those children you might imagine yourself being in a really good place in peace with somebody that you're not in peace with you can imagine anything you want your imagination is open you're healthy you have a mind you don't have any psychological problems you don't have any mental disorders you don't have any handicaps stopping you because there are people in the world unfortunately who can imagine maybe they're not blessed in the same way they they're struggling with their health never mind imagining something in their life maybe even them they can imagine being well but at that point when you're really suffering it's a really difficult thing to do but still there is hope but the idea is to not let go of that belief that imagination is everything it is powerful it is it will pay off every single time you can't not imagine something you can, and not have the payoff the way you want to 
Maybe sometime you do the work and you don't have the payoff. But it's never that you imagine something and it's a good thing and it doesn't work for you. So allow yourself the space, time and possibilities to imagine anything. We leave our imagination behind as a child because we are encouraged as an adult to really create something with our own hands, with our hard work or with our education. But all of the above is really useless unless something is activated in us to motivate us. And that motivation will always come from within. Sometimes you're encouraged by other people, but to really create something, to manifest something, that motivation comes from within. You can create a single look or you can create an impact on life. Either way, you will be successful if you're using your imagination and the tools that you already have, something that you're born with. I'm going to talk about the downfalls and the flaws in our imagination and how to recover from them on a daily basis because these obstacles um, get in our way. You know, they make us stagnant in a way that our own belief system gets in our own way, stopping us from possibilities. So I'm going to talk about that in my next episode, how to remove those obstacles from your life uh, step by step because it's really important um, to overcome those handicaps and really to feel deserving and to feel blessed in any given moment. Even when times are tough, you you can always compare yourself to someone who's really going through a rough time and you always have it better. But it's not a competition. It's really all of us are gifted. All of us are gifted with imagination. And it's something that we can use. It doesn't cost anything. So I hope this helps and I hope you learn something from this episode. And I hope you apply it to your real life. Look into these um, authors, um, Nobel, Goddard, and Abraham Hicks. And you will see so much information is available on imagination and, you know, law of attraction. So good luck and I hope you're safe and God bless you.